0: This is my Bible, God's holy word. I can be what it wants me to be. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will not leave the same. All right, Matthew chapter number 16. Matthew chapter number 16. Starting our new series, the new year. And so church, some assembly... Required, everyone was like, oh, it's up with the Legos again. The pastor brought the Legos back. No, I'm not having a flashback. The, um, they're going to be up here for uh, six weeks. This series is six weeks long, so the, um, some assembly required. I, if you remember when, when I had them what was it? shortly before Thanksgiving, make sure I grab a big enough one, hopefully people can see it to some extent. What, what's, the, what's the first thing we learned about a Lego? One Lego is basically useless. It's of no use unless you're a parent and it's 2 o'clock in the morning and you're stuck on one. Then that's about the only purpose of a lone Lego. And then you want to get rid of them all. It takes a lot of Legos and with a lot of Legos you can make a lot of cool things. And they're designed to fit together. And I say that specifically, this isn't in my notes. Have you how many of you ever had the cheap Legos? You know, they're supposed to be Legos but they're not. They you know, they got the they they don't go together, do they? There's something about like i don't know if they got a patent on it or whatever i mean the same general shape you know they have little circle dots holes bumps whatever you want to say they just they don't go together the same as an authentic real lego i talked to the men i forget when exactly it was i might have been it was either october or november I. I can't remember, but this year our theme ownership that that's our theme this year ownership. I know I sent out the uh, letter, gave you guys all of that or we're starting that up, but I talked to them is listen this year we're going to take a real look at what we do, why we do it, how we do it, when we do it, where we do it, because I, I think it's become. Evident if we're take a real, honest look at things, it. I realize that we have to leave the results up to God. But is there things that we're doing? Is there things how we're doing it? When we're doing it? Where we're doing it? All of that that is hindering the work of God. What does the Bible say? If Jesus says, "If I be lifted up, are we lifting up Jesus? Or are we doing something that He doesn't want us to do? Basically, we're going to try and narrow some things down and simplify the book that I keep referencing, uh, simple church. Church should be simple. Not easy. I'm not saying Christian life is going to be easy, uh, but it should be simple. As a body of believers, are we making the Christian life simple? Or are we making it complicated? Why are individually we're here to glorify God? And probably the... Greatest, easiest, most evident way to do that is to witness to the lost. But as a church, why, are, why is the church here? For the next six weeks, that's what we're going to look at. That's what we're going to talk about. I'll spoil the alert. The answer is this making disciples. That's what the church is here for to know him and to make him known. That's what a disciple is. A disciple is a follower, first of all, to know him. And then someone who goes out and, I know we don't like this term because it's been misinterpreted, misunderstood, misrepresented, but to propagate. Listen, we're not, we're not going to force anything down <coughs> anybody's throat, but we have to make him known. How will they know unless they hear To know him, to make him, to make disciples. It's all of our jobs to witness to people individually and collectively as a church. It's our job to make disciples. So, what's the church? Matthew chapter number 16, verse number 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I am the Son of Man am? And Jesus said unto them, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremias, and others one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou Simon Bar Jonas, for flesh and blood hath not Revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, and I will give unto them the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Let's pray, Lord. We come before you this morning, Lord, and we're thankful that you allowed us to gather in the new year, Lord. But this year, as we take a honest look at ourselves and we begin to do some things of how we can be servants better fit to serve you. Lord, how can we reach the community better? How can we raise our families better? How can we, everything about us, be better? Lord, it's going to take a little bit of work. It's going to take us out of our comfort zone. But Lord, in the long run, it's for our good and for your glory. Let's call these things your name. Amen. If you remember, uh, John, Nicodemus comes and asks Jesus, how do do I get saved? How do I get to heaven? And Jesus makes this statement. You must be born again. And we always get so critical of Nicodemus because he was like, I got to climb back inside my mom's womb and be born again. But that was the first time the word born again was used. In all of human history, the approximate 5,000 years before that, it had ne- that statement had never been used before we look at it today and be like, okay, you know, We understand it, but he's never understood it. Here in Matthew chapter number 16, it's the first time in human history that the word in the context, and that's what we're going to look at this morning, in the context, the word was very simple. The word was used all the time, but in the context of which Jesus was speaking, this was the first time that the word ecclesia was used, the word for church. Ecclesia, called out. That's, that's literally what it means. Jesus is saying, guys, listen, upon this rock, I'm going to call you out and build what I'm supposed to build, what my Father wants me to do, what you, my Father wants you to do, what my God Almighty wants all of us to do, and I'm calling you out to do that. It was used, like I said, frequently. It was used to describe citizens to be called out of their homes to gather at a town meeting. Town crier. I mean, we're historically. I think most of us are used to the uh, the knowledge of what a town crier was. Basically, in Bible times, someone would, would say, "Ecclesia." That's what they would walk down the street. Ecclesia. What? Well, it's time to gather wherever they, they would gather at the temple steps, in, in Israel at least, but in other places they would gather other places. It's time to gather. I'm calling you out to gather. Jesus uses this common word for this purpose. Built into the word is the very necessity of us to come together. We're called out. Listen. ecclesia, Church. Some assembly required. The vast majority of the time the word church is used, it is used to describe a people gathered to worship, for fellowship, and for evangelism. All throughout the New Testament. If you remember... One of the first things I taught us was that worship has three main parts. Prayer, praise, and preaching. And we've tried to concentrate on each of those on, at a particular calling out. At a particular assembly. That's, like I said, why we have the weekly schedule laid out the way we do. Listen, listen, on top of those three things, there's some other things that we have to do. Thursday, Saturdays, we have visitation. Special evangelistic opportunities. We've got Fifth Sunday fellowships. we got one in January. And Sunday in January, we've got a Fifth Sunday Fellowship. We've got stewardship banquets and Valentine's banquets and, 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 and connection meetings where we go to, to pizza places or other places like that. Why? Because we're supposed to gather together. Listen, it's normal. I'm I'm still in the midst of trying to get my head wrapped around some things. But we all know that last year was a rough year. I don't know that there's one person that would say, Well, you know, everything was okay last year. Probably one of the roughest years you've ever Encountered in your life. I'm just being honest with you. I saw a tweet last night. Two days in. Two days into 2021. Over 5,000 Americans committed suicide. In two days. I honestly hope that somehow this gets to our political leaders because they need to hear this just as much as we need to hear this. We are designed by God to assemble. You want to know why? 5,000 people in two days killed themselves in America? Because they lost hope. They're not allowed to see their friends. They're not allowed to see their families. They're not allowed to come to their church. They're not allowed to go to their social events. They're not allowed to go to their sporting events. Whatever you want to say, we were designed as human beings to assemble. And as children of God, we were designed to assemble together in the house of God. Does things to you. Does things to me. Like I said, I've been... Researching, trying to figure out how I can make myself better. I have the last half of the year. I have constantly been tired. Sunday night, it's eight thirty. I'm ready for bed. My alarm goes off, and the coals can plug their ears because they'll be like, "You lazy bum!" My alarm goes off at eight o'clock in the morning, and I don't want to get up yet. On every day, I'm constantly tired. Why? Because I gotta I gotta worry about what so- and so thinks and what so and so does and what the government says I can and can't do and 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 what the the common people will. I mean just the other day we went to Walmart get Clayton his Christmas present when my parents were in. Walking through the store one of the and it's always one of the customers, one of the customers mask alert not wearing his mask. listen. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really not. But it is draining on me. And I'm not doing it this year. It may come across as blunt. It may come across as rude. It may come across as mean. And I apologize for that. And I will do my best not to do that. But listen. Each and every person We've all heard about fight or flight, right? Each and every person, that's their natural tendency. And if your natural tendency is to flight, wonderful, great. God created you that way. I have no problem with you. If that's your natural tendency. But guess what my natural tendency is? And for an entire year, I've been suppressing that natural, God-given tendency. And yes, I realize the Bible talks about how you have to bring your bodies under subjection, and I need to control that. But listen, for my health, for my well-being, we're supposed to assemble. We're supposed to be together. We're supposed to fellowship. We're supposed to see everyone smiling or grumpy faces. I was joking with the girls the other day, and I I, I can't read their expression. I'm sorry you guys know that I'm sarcastic and and I need you to understand that I'm sarcastic sometimes. And if I can't see you roll your eyes or give me a weird look or smile, I don't know if you understand that I was joking or not. Listen, some assembly required. The Bible never, ever, ever, ever uses the word church. To describe a building. Not one single solitary time. Flip over to Romans chapter number sixteen. Romans chapter number sixteen. Verse number five. Likewise greet the church that is in the how salute my well-beloved Epaphanes, who is the firstfruits of Achaia, on to Christ. We did it before this whole pandemic, epidemic, scandemic, whatever you want to label it as, it was 2020. But we have seen more people watch online, and I'm thankful for that. I'm glad for that. At one point, uh, therefore, the the last part of the year, for several weeks in a row, we had 3,000 people uh, see us on our online services. I'm thankful for that. I'm glad that the gospel is getting out. I'm glad that it's getting into people's homes. I'm glad that people are tuning in. It's wonderful. It's a tool. We're going to continue doing it. But guess what? online church is no replacement for being here. It's no replacement for, excuse me, physically being here. We're going to talk about that more next week. But listen, some assembly required. Back in Matthew, so this group of people that God Jesus called out. That's a common word. They're called out to assembly Jesus. This called out group of people is Jesus building his church. I told you that the word "Ecclesia" called out was a common word. The town criers would walk through town yelling it, whatever, declaring it loudly. When those people gathered together, for whatever the purpose was, discussed the Christmas decorations in the town square, That you're, I don't know. But for whatever, whatever it was, guess what? Guess who the boss was? wasn't the people. It was the governor, the mayor, whatever you want to say. Listen, when the, a group of... Listen, if, if we did it today, someone walking down Main Street, you know, Ecclesia, Let would be I understand that. Everyone comes out, you know, they meet at the square there by the library. I don't know, I'm just using it as an example. Who's more than likely, who's going to speak? Probably the mayor. This is... This is what's going on. Why? Because politically, you're under his authority. Well, this is Jesus' church. This is Jesus' called out assembly. So, guess who's in control? It's not you, it's not me, it's Jesus. Not the president, not the governor, not the mayor, not the police, not even the pastor. It is Jesus' church. We are his friends. We are his servants. We are his sons. We are his laborers. Acts. Paul gets knocked off his donkey. Bright light voice. What does the voice say? Paul, Paul, well, why persecutest what? Not, not necessarily what. It's a who. Why persecutest thou me? Was Paul persecuting Jesus? Jesus was in heaven. By that time, Jesus was back in heaven. Was Paul persecuting Jesus? Physically, No. Well, what was Paul persecuting? Persecuting the church. Listen, Jesus takes it personal. Jesus takes it personal. Why persecutest thou me? It's his church. Look at verse number 18 of Matthew, chapter number 16. I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Listen, the church, this assembly, this called out group is unstoppable. I think I told you this before. Literally, physically, where Jesus was speaking at there in Caesarea Philippi, was a hole in the ground. And I don't, I can't remember the Greek name, but when you translated it into English, it literally means the gate to hell, or Hades. They had no idea how far down that hole went. So they just, at that time, they, there was no bottom to it. They didn't have a rope long enough. No one brave enough to climb down there. So it was referred to. And so here Jesus is saying, Peter, upon this rock, I'm going to call us out. I'm going to start my church. I'm going to call us out. And the gates of hell being right there. Can't stop it. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Whom do men say that I am? Well, men say that you're reincarnated. Okay, Peter, who do you say that I am? You're God. Correct. The fact that I'm God is the foundation on which he makes his statement. I'm going to build my church. I'm going... I am God, and I'm going to call a group of people out together. and because I'm God, all-powerful, shit, all-knowing, all-powerful, all s- everywhere at the same time, because I'm God, it's going to be unstoppable. We're here this morning. We've gathered. Why did you come to church this morning? Simple question. Kids, well, mom and dad made me. That's just what we do. Got to do something. Listen, I, I forget what the exact number is. And I realized that the vast majority in town chose a different building. The ones that came together. Why did you come to church this morning? Listen, that's something that we, you and in, us individually have to figure out. Because listen, if you're just coming to church because it's what you've always done, then... Like I said last week, you're just wasting your time. You're wasting your energy. You could be at home sleeping or doing the crossword puzzle or going out to eat or playing golf. You're, you're, if you didn't come here for a purpose, you're wasting your time. Because there's lots of people most people in the world have made church not essential long before communist politicians did. Right, because, right, because by not knowing why you come to church, eventually, and it may not ever happen in your family, it might, it might be your kids. But sooner or later, the fact of you not knowing means that church isn't important. Because church isn't important. You've made it non-essential. Well, the kids have got a game, so we can't come to church. Something else is going on. Family reunion. And we come up with all kinds of excuses. Because we don't understand. And we don't realize. It's not your church. It's not my church. It's his church. Jesus takes it personally. Not coming on Sunday nights, not essential. Wednesday night, not essential. Fellowship, not essential. Outreach, not essential. You say, Pastor, I don't actually say that. Hey, actions speak louder than words. And listen, I realize, listen, culturally, there might be some things that we need to change. Maybe some of those things aren't culturally essential anymore. We still need to do them, but maybe there's a better time to do them. Listen, I'm open to suggestions. But coming together, that's essential. Why? Because it's God's church. Ecclesia. Gather. Come together. Most people, I ask you this question, why did you come to church? Most people, and they—I people who have been in church for a long time, They come to church to get served. Listen, we need to get past that. need to come to church not to be served, but to serve. It's going to take work. Some assembly required. Why can people skip church? Listen, there's there's people that should be in church today, that that should be here today, that aren't. And I'm just being honest with you. Why are they not here? Because they don't realize and they don't understand it's not their church. It's his church. What? I've been coming to this church for 35, 40, 50, 60 years. It's my church. No, it's not. It's not your church. It's his church. You're not the one in control. He is. Well, it's the church around the corner. It's the most convenient one to come to. It's the church I've always gone to. All of those reasons. If those are the reasons why you're going coming to church, then... You either need to realize the real reason you're coming to church or find a different church to go to if you're not supposed to be here. But not one time will they say it's God's church. Because the moment we realize it's God's church, we won't miss We're going to look at it in a few weeks. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. We're going to look at it in a few weeks. See, that, that, we talked about it last year. The end of Ephesians. Some of these statements in the Bible that are, are offensive. I can't believe pastors expect me to come to church every time the doors are open. The Bible says, Forsake not the assembly of yourselves together. Assembly, ecclesia. Why? Because it's not not my church. It's his church. That's why God said don't do it. People all around the world get offended because they don't understand and they haven't come to the realization it's not their church. It's not pastor's church. Despite what the name says, it's not the community church. Neighborhood church. It's his church. It's his church. Some assembly is required. See, we, we all know this. You can see it. You got tall ones. You got short ones. You got weird ones. Skinny ones. Oh, is that lazy one? It looks like a recliner. Listen. Shapes, sizes, colors. That doesn't matter. And again, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Somewhat clear ones. How many of you guys remember Space Jam? The movie Space Jam? I know the kids do. Maybe it's just me. It's because I'm white, isn't it? He can't play basketball because he's white. I think it was Bill Murray that said that. Jordan looks at him and says, no, he's not. No, it's not. Bird is white. Talking about Larry Bird. And if you, if you guys can remember, Larry, Larry Bird's probably the whitest white person you've ever seen in your life. And Bill Murray says, Larry's not white, Larry's clear. Seeing that Lego, that popped into my head. It has nothing to do with the sermon, really. I just, it popped into my head, so I shared it. (coughs) Listen, all sizes, shapes, colors. Well, you might even be clear. It doesn't matter. If God, if this is the church that God has told you to be a part of, then be a part of it. Take ownership. Some assembly is required. Listen, I realize there's people that should be here that aren't. I can't do anything about that. You can't do anything about that. The only people that you can do anything about is yourself. Determine that this year, 2021, I am going to take ownership. Some assembly is going to be required. Kendra's going to come. Play the pianos is going to be a little bit of a different thing. Clayton, come here. Hopefully, I have enough. Pass it to all the time. Yeah. Is it... Part of that is for Mrs. Cole to make sure that we've got accurate, up to date information for the year for birthdays, anniversaries, addresses. Oh, no, that's that's yours. This part of it is so I can help us. Listen, I told you, I'm tired. I am physically drained, and I'm going to do everything that I can to correct that. But I need help. Things that you can say, hey, I'm interested in this, I could help out in this area. As the piano plays, I don't want to take away from the Lord speaking to your heart, so this might be a lengthier invitation. But circle it, put your name, your information on there. I'll get that to Mrs. Cole so she has an accurate up-to-date. But the rest of the stuff that you're interested in, so I can plug us in. And listen, that's going to be, by circling, you're taking ownership. This is what I'm interested in doing in church. I will do it. Take as much time as you need. We are in no hurry.